Live from Daytona Beach, Florida, this is Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. Talking Motorcycles, the radio show that covers the world of motorcycles and motorcycle racing. We're here to entertain you, inform you of new products, and enhance your love of motorcycling. Road race, flat track, touring, scooters, vintage, you name it, we discuss it right here on Talking Motorcycles. And now, here's your host, pro race announcer and third generation motorcycle rider, Barry Boone. Hello and welcome back to the show, Riders Call Home. It's Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. I am your host, I'm Barry. And you know what, folks, I'm thinking is, um, I, I believe that I need to get with W&DB management and find a way to do more time. I mean, I either need to do two shows a week or I need another hour. I need two more hours. You know why? Because it's so funny what goes through my head. I ride my motorcycle. Oh, anyway, welcome to the show. I ride my motorcycle to the show every every uh, week uh, to do the live show here at FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNDB. Of course, those of you that are listening on the um, iTunes, uh, you're subscribed at the iTunes store, you're listening on your app on your smartphone or however you're accessing us um, listening later. I just want you to know that I ride every week. I love it. Of course, I ride everywhere I go. I don't own a car. haven't owned one for almost three years now, and I'm cool with that. Though my wife has one, she generously lets me drive on rare occasions. Uh, when I need it, but at any rate, I ride everywhere and on my way here, I'm like running through all these list of topics, fun motorcycle topics that I want to talk to each and every one of you about. And sadly, a, there's too many great people, too many interesting people in the motorcycle world to ever get them all on, no matter how long we're on the air. Uh, B there's not enough time to get them all on. And there's not enough time for me to talk to you about all the fun motorcycle stuff that I want to talk to you about, but we do our best, right? We, uh, we get through as much of it as we can. This show is brought to you locally on FM 93.5 WNDB by Ross Myers, Harley Davidson in Daytona, New Smyrna. Well, let's see. What's one of the fun topics I want to tell you about? Do you ever just impulsively buy a cool old motorcycle that you've either owned before many, many, many years ago and always wanted another one or, Something you've always wanted to own, but you never have. Well, recently, a friend of mine, Van Singley, uh, had a, I call it a semi-ratty 89 Honda Transalp. It had not been cosmetically cared for, but man, had it been maintained. It, it ran perfect, rode um, like a brand new 1989 Honda XL 600V Transalp. But it looked like it had been through the uh, Dakar rally a couple of times without any maintenance, kind of, and had a few problems, but I'm getting it there. And first of all, two of my great partners um, on the show are really chipping in. Uh, I have a brand new set of Dunlop Trail Smart tires on it that I've now put about 2,000 miles on, and I dearly love it. You, I throw it into any corner on any city surface street or out in the country, whatever, and you just trust them. You know that you can just keep pushing on the bars and keep pushing the bike down, and it'll just keep sticking like glue. Unless, of course, you hit some sand or a little patch of oil in the road or something, and you're going to go down. But the bike handles like a dream with these Trail Smarts. Huge, huge upgrade from the Kendas that were on it or whatever. Uh, Clearwater Christas going on in about a week or so. Brand new set of Christas. Thank you, Clearwater Lights. I love Christas. By the way, I'll tell you more about those later because they've upgraded. They've changed the Krista, and it's worth uh, revisiting the Krista. Uh, and the Billy Jr. brake lamp, which is a real super bright, almost blinding brake lamp that uh, mounts on the license plate and looks really cool. It's all blacked out. 
I've also added a Clearview Shield, which is like, it's a touring version of it, the tall one, and it's perfect for my height. That's so hard to get a windshield, isn't it? That really works for you if you're a windshield person. And today, I got up this morning and rode early up to Jacksonville to my good friend Ken Lucius's house, my lifelong best friend in motorcycling and life. And we took his 95 BMW R100R Mystic over to the great Sergeant Cycle Products. Uh, they they are really a cool cool place. Uh, I'll tell you just briefly about Sergeant. They're not a sponsor of the show, but I'm just a huge fan. Uh, they entered the motorcycle aftermarket industry in 1989, ironically, uh, with their custom seat services, which they still do. Now backed by more than 60 years of upholstery experience, uh, they are recognized as an industry leader in reupholstery, reconditioning, restyling, foam alteration services for new bikes and old bikes alike. They've done several for me, and I love them. So I had this old ratted-out Corbin that was ripped and held water and did all kinds of things mostly looked ugly and i took that corbin up there and utilized their um reupholstering and reconditioning services the original foam was still good in the corbin it fit me well and they recovered that seat it is beautiful and i just want to tell you about them they're sergeant s-a-r-g-e-n-t cycle.com and go check them out see what they can do for you and your motorcycle i'm not again they didn't pay me anything i just love them i love the guys they um when you call up there or you go up there they spend however much time you want talking about your needs uh, on your seat and they do a great, great job at Sargent. And that seat, so I went to Ken's and we took his bike in to have the seat redone and picked up my seat, which they just completed. And I rode home on the Trans Alp from Jacksonville. It's about a two-hour ride right down the uh, coastal highway A1A. And it just felt and looked so quality. Big upgrade for the old ratted out 89 Trans Alp. I'll be blogging about that soon at twowheelb.wordpress.com twheelb.wordpress.com now that is also my email address two will be think of it as a bicycle or a motorcycle that has two wheels and you spell it out t-w-o-w-h-e-e-l-b at msn.com two will be at msn.com if you want to comment directly to me about this show things you like things you don't please just send me an email at two will be.msn.com Tell me what you think about it. Make suggestions for who you'd like to hear on the show, uh, and we will try to accommodate all of them. We get most of our better suggestions. In fact, this whole show really has been shaped and molded by our listeners over the last three and a half years. Now, proudly, way over 100,000 listeners to the show, and it just kills me. I, I'm so humbled by it. Shelly Rossmeyer is going to be one of our guests calling in from L.A. Um, she is at the Harley-Davidson Dealer Show, and I'm dying to learn what all is taking place out there, and hopefully she'll be calling in here in just a few minutes. Uh, I know it's busy at the dealer show, been several times, it's kind of crazy. But Harley's made some new changes in their product lineup, and I want to know more about them. And we may get a call from Shelly from Los Angeles at the uh, National Dealer Show to give us some brief updates. Who else is on the show tonight? Well, I'm excited to uh, get Bob Richards on the show. He was the promoter of record for the Roland Sands uh, Designs Indian Super Hooligans that he promoted out at Sturgis at the Buffalo Chip. Uh, a few weeks ago, as you know, we had Jackie Van Ham on. We talked about Sturgis. I thought she was an amazing guest who told us a lot of stuff about Sturgis this year that I thought we needed to know, and I was excited to learn. And well, we want to talk to Bob about that because he was also kind of involved in some of the other race events going on uh, out at the Buffalo Chip, and I'm really excited to get a firsthand report from him because you take a half a million motorcyclists, 
in what originally was uh, called the Sturgis Rally and Races. So it was built around racing. They're beginning to integrate it now. They were at the Buffalo Chip. Do you know what that is? It's the big arena, the concert arena where everything happens. It's Sturgis Bike Week. I think you can buy a daily ticket or a multi-day ticket or an all-week ticket or whatever. Once you're in, you get to see pretty much everything that happens. And it is the place to be considered the place to be at Sturgis. And um, I'm, I'm excited that they're introducing racing back into the heart of the uh, fabulous Sturgis Bike Week. It's very cool. So Bob Richards will be on. We're going to have Scott on from my original home state of Kentucky because I wanted him to share with all of us some cool news about the Kentucky Kickdown Vintage Motorcycle Meet that's coming up in Louisville. He's going to be our last guest on the show. We won't have minute, much time with him. But stay tuned to the end because if you are a Kentuckian or you live in Indiana, Illinois, Tennessee, West Virginia, and you're looking for something fun to do yet this year, I can recommend it. Um, it's very cool. And we'll talk to Scott from uh, the Kentucky Kickdown about all of that. Much, much more to come with that. Okay, let's see. Moto America. I want to briefly touch on Moto America because the season is really beginning to wind down this weekend. August uh, 25th, 26th, and 27th, Moto America is going to be in action at the Championship of Pittsburgh. So if you're anywhere up in the uh, Northeast and you want to be a part of all the action, uh, the Championship of Pittsburgh is the place to be with Moto America. There's, there, there then will only be two rounds left. Um, staying up in that region of America, the Championship of New Jersey, at one of my favorite racetracks in the country, New Jersey Motorsports Park. That is presented by K&N Filters, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, and then Guess what? This is a, a race that, because it's so centrally located in America, people from here will go. I will go. Uh, people from all over the uh, East Coast will come. But Alabama, we're talking Birmingham, the final race of the Moto America Tour is September 15th, 16th, and 17th. It's the Honda Championship of Alabama presented by Genuine Broster Chicken, and it will be the last professional American round here for the Moto America series coming up 15th, 16th, and 17th. Uh, this Moto America Minute has been actually brought to you by Moto America, who wants to reach out to our Talking Motorcycle listeners and invite you to come back to one of the greatest sports on the planet, American road racing. Uh, we've got Tony Elias, who is uh, a from across the pond that's uh, really giving them heck in Superbike. But the, champ, the challenges and the championships are really hot. It's really great racing. Much positive going on right now in Moto America. We need to get out there and go buy a race ticket, go have a fun ride to a track, and enjoy a weekend at a road race. If you've never been, I strongly encourage you to do it. I think you'll just have a ball. Um, Want to give a quick shout out to um, our friends at Sweet Marley's. They too came on board to help us be on the air here at FM 93.5 AM 1150 WNDB. And I really am learning to love being on the air and be able to talk to the Volusia County motorcyclist. It's very cool now. I'm starting to run into a lot of you on the streets uh, talking, you know, be in, I'll be introduced to someone. They'll go, Hey, I listen to your show and it, or they'll recognize my voice and they're motorcyclists. And that's exactly what we wanted to do. Outreach to all of you who ride motorcycles in America. Well, folks, time to go to break. We've got Bob Richards on the line. Maybe we'll hear from Shelly a little bit later on. Stay tuned. Many thanks to Dr. Phil, the producer of Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. He is always the man with the plan, operating all the great controls. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to talk motorcycles. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
exists to inspire and enable the next generation of boundary breakers. It is built from motorcycles and the motorcycle racing culture. They don't just make helmets, they make possibilities. Born in a garage, fueled by grease and will, guided by pure intent to encourage the world to live, ride, and thrive. Hand in hand with the world's best riders, Bell continues to enable the world's best to be their best, as it always has. Bell, established in 1954, proven and developed ever since. Find your own style and choose your own Bell Helmet at bellhelmets.com forward slash power sports. Since 1903, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Daytona Harley-Davidson and Bruce Rossmeyer's New Smyrna Harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiasts. Whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Find out more and check out exciting events at brucerossmeyers.com. And we are, in fact, back and ready to roll here. It's uh, Our face shield visors are down. Our clutches are in. We've dropped them into low gear or second, depending on how slick it is, where the starting line is. And we are ready to go here with Talking Motorcycles. And I just want to take a minute. We talk about our sponsors. We talk about our guests and all of that. But I want to take a minute and sincerely thank all of you uh, around the United States of America, and for that matter, in Italy and in Spain and in England and in France. I uh, want to thank all of you who listen to Talking Motorcycles, who share our Facebook post at Talking Motorcycles, who share and retweet our stuff, and just who share the word about the show with your motorcycle friends. I can't thank you enough because it's your show anyway. Everything we do here, we do for you. This portion of the Talking Motorcycles program brought to you by... Our good friends with True Toyota Parts who say, be true to your Toyota, use True Toyota Parts, and I, your humble host, will tell you why you need to do that if you're a Toyota driver or someone in your family is, maybe a son or a daughter, mom, dad, grandmother, grandfather, and you want to talk maintenance, you want to talk a great opportunity to buy real OEM parts, uh, and right now we can do that with free shipping just for a limited time. True Toyota Parts bringing you this portion of the program. Let's wait no further. Time to bring in uh, the man from the West Coast to talk to us about Sturgis and Roland Sands Designs Indian Super Hooligans at Sturgis this year. Bob Richards, welcome aboard. Barry, thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. I'm happy to have you back on the show. Um, big show out in the middle of Sturgis Bike Week, and what a great idea. Whose idea was it to bring Roland Sands Indian Super Hooligans to the middle of that half a million bikers? Well, I wish I could take credit for it, Barry, um, but I'm going to give credit to Roland and to Rod Woodruff, also affectionately known as Woody. Um, you know, two of them, they're just 
sharp, sharp people, as you know, especially in the motorcycle world. They're iconic. And uh, Woody, just uh, congratulations goes out to him because he just got inducted to the Sturgis Hall of Fame, Motorcycle Hall of Fame as I well. I saw that. I saw that. Awesome. Our congratulations, too. And you're right. Both of them have contributed so much to motorcycling. Roland Sands is, uh, honest to goodness, I think he's one of the preeminent designers of our time. And, and you know what's interesting, too? You know, obviously his pedigree with Performance Machine and, and so on, you'd think that he, he deserves every bit that he gets. He, he has cut his own path. You know, certainly, you know, people can say certain things have laid out and stuff, but I give him a ton of credit, and I don't think there's there's not too many of these people as passionate as he is when it comes to motorcycling, certainly the performance end of it is. I mean, he's, you know, as you know, you were talking Moto America earlier, you know, he was quite the road racer himself. Yeah, he was a pro. He was an AMA pro road racer and learned a lot about chassis development, learned a lot about tire management, learned a lot about everything, and has taken that, though, that little bit of success and fame and, and parlayed that into, I think, I'm one of the iconic designers of motorcycle clothing, of gear, of motorcycles. His website is a place you don't want to go there unless you've got time to immerse yourself in it because so many classic designs. All right, so we've established whose brainstorm it was um tell us about the thing about having super hooligans in the middle of the chip uh that you will take home and remember forever what well, is that thing and thank you for bringing that up you know the interesting thing and you touched on it very uh previously here Sturgis was built on motorcycle racing Sturgis was built with pappy hole and the indian motorcycle dealership you know, with hill climbs and all that. And so in, and it evolved into more of a festival-type situation over the years, just like everything else is. But Rod Woodruff and his crew, Wally and, and Damon and everybody, they're smart enough to realize that there's a big, there's a big movement in motorcycling and festivaling and festivals. And certainly the, the hooligan thing just works there because it's in a confined environment. Um, it's a short track. And the hooligan thing is something everybody can identify with. And, and I know we always hear these, the, the um, what, is, what is it, the, um, everybody wants to compare NASCAR with a flat track and NASCAR, but it's kind of got that style because you can relate. Hey, that's a motorcycle I've got. Oh, that's what I think yeah. is the guy that you could you could ride to Sturgis and look out there and see somebody racing a bike just like the one you rode in on. Exactly, and that's just and that's where it's at. And so, and for so the couple things I think that Roland and Rod had done so smart, and Natalie, who is a big part of Roland Sands Designs, who who organizes it all for I just for a shout out, but they, it's such an entertainment element. Yes, it's got the competition. It's got the Kerry Hart's, the Roland Sands. We had Jake Zemke there this year, and Cameron Brewer. We had all these guys. Jake was on the Ducati and marvelous right up until the last lap. He was running second. And then there's 48-year-old, 49-year-old Joe Cop on the Triumph, wins the whole shot, wins the dash for cash, and wins the race. I mean, and it's just fun. It's great entertainment. And then when all that's set down, then you get people coming out on their dinas, their mini bikes, and that's where I think that's the direction I think that this has such an entertainment value to it, Barry, and I think – is most people will tell you, you know, it's just not even like NASCAR's experience. You just can't run a race anymore. You've got to, you've got to have more. Well, and you know, it's funny because when the hooligans and the super hooligans, either one, have uh, made an appearance at an American flat track professional flat track show, 
the internet is uh, rife with detractors. You know, oh, we don't need that. That's a sideshow. I have never held that opinion. I have, from the beginning, felt that hooligans and super hooligans give the fans in the grandstands some serious entertainment. Plus, Bob, you guys out there on dinas and dressers and even some pretty well set up street tracker type bikes, you know, pretty nice done, built for the job a little bit, modified to do the job pretty good. And you see how slow they are compared to the pros. I think it helps elevate the pros, not detract from it and i also think it's always good to get the man in the grandstands involved in the program somehow but it's exciting it is thrilling and and it, it always entertains the heck out of me very a very very good promoter that i respect dearly told me he said bobby he said you build a great event from the grandstands looking down and i think sometimes people forget that and just much like and i'll tell you who doesn't forget that is rod woodruff that guy, I mean, I it was my first year being out there in kind of full regala with my company, 41 Live, and my crew, and, and Brock McAllister from Supermoto USA. He assisted with the production as well. But the one thing that makes it work at the Buffalo Chip is the fact that Rod Woodruff is not afraid of anything. <laughs> and, and that, you know, you, you put that kind of entertainment and you let the people get kind of up close and personal. That was the one thing, Barry that I really took away from the event, and you asked me this earlier, was that I think that's, this, I don't want to say the sadness or maybe the challenge with all the insurance and all the liabilities. I think that's what's made racing kind of funky now, but Rod doesn't do it that way. Rod runs a drag strip right up the middle of his venue, and I was literally producing and promoting the Super Hooligans event that day, and he took a two-hour break and ran drag bikes up the middle of our race course. And I was almost enamored with that. I stopped what I was doing and was I was fully entertained. And I said, my God, this guy just gets it. Yeah, he gets it. And putting that racetrack right in the middle of the chip and having the spectators lining the fences all the way around that racetrack was like, it looked like a half a million people. I know it wasn't. But I, I'm guessing it, from what I saw, it was a really fine-sized crowd. It, it was very, and, I, and like I said, I mean, I, you know, I can't beat the drum enough. Was, uh, I really admire what he does out there. I, you know, and Roland Sands was smart enough to get the national sponsorships, Mo Tools, and the Bell Helmets, and Indian Motorcycle, and they were smart enough to look at the value of it, quite honestly. And, you know, I don't want to sound like an infomercial, but that's the reality of it because that's what has to drive this. But more than that, it was the amount of people afterwards that came up to me and said, next year, we're going to enter the run with your brung. Next, because it's, I, I'll tell you this, Barry, Friday night, I got back from Sturgis. I took my 04 Road King Classic, full bike, and ran it up at Fast Fridays in Auburn in their little run with your brung class. It made me feel like I was 20 years old. Did you crash your Road King? I did not crash it. And everybody in my, I mean, I'll tell you, I take a little pride in my bike. People are like, dude, you're not taking that bike out there. I go, I am too. That's the purpose of it is to ride. And they prepare. They do a fantastic job up there. Um, and But I'm telling you, I was up there for three hours. When I got done, I couldn't wipe the smile off my face. I, and, and then I got it because I literally said, well, if I promote the stuff, produce the stuff, 
I've got to try it. And once I literally try it, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm literally like looking this weekend, where can I go race? I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, something has occurred here. We had Shelly Rossmeyer scheduled to call in, in during my first 10-minute open. That couldn't happen. Uh, she has her uh, one of her right-hand men out at the uh, shop, Mitch, who's out in L.A. with her, and he's calling in. Would you mind, after, as soon as we come out of break, if we take two minutes and get the update from the Harley Dealer Show uh, out in uh, I want L.A.? It. I want to hear the update. He wants it. He wants it. He wants it. I do too. And uh, hopefully our listeners will as well. We'll get an update on what's going on for the 2018 Harley lineup from the, my favorite Harley dealership in the world, uh, Ross Myers Daytona and new Smyrna Harleys. Okay, cool. Uh, We'll take a break, Bob, and uh, head on in. But before we go, I just want to tell you briefly that true Toyota parts, they had this idea that a Toyota is greater than the sum of its parts. I talked about that myself uh, a few weeks back. It's like, why did you buy a Toyota instead of a competing uh, Korean brand. Why Why did you buy a Toyota? Because you believe and you perceive that it's a better car. Why is it a better car? Because it has better parts, the higher spec parts. The manufacturer specs for every part on the car for the people that build them, some of which are outside of the company, and they spec for a higher grade of part at Toyota. They end up with a better package. Now, we go down to our local parts store and we buy parts for our Toyota that are made heaven knows where by who knows who. And they're sold, yes, at a perhaps slightly less price, but they are not the part that you bought when you bought your some of its parts, your Toyota. So we recommend True Toyota Parts. I buy True Harley parts for my Harleys. I buy Honda parts for my Hondas. I don't go to the aftermarket unless I cannot get it from the manufacturer. Well, you can now buy OEM True Toyota Parts, and for a limited time, uh, and I'll tell you when it's over, it's not going to be long, but for a limited time, when you select your accessories or your parts and you get your uh, uh, everything put together in the uh, to cash out, there's a little promo box. And you just enter in the promo code Barry, and that will give you free shipping on whatever you buy from True Toyota Parts. We will be right back. We are going to have Mitch on from the uh, Ross Myers Harley-Davidson dealerships. And we've got Bob Richards. And we still have Scott to talk about Kentucky Kickdown. Busy show, but we're going to get it all in for you here on Talking Motorcycles. Don't go away. Dunlop is the largest supplier of original equipment and replacement motorcycle tires in the U.S. and the only motorcycle tires made in America. With operations headquartered in Buffalo, New York, Dunlop has been making and selling high-quality tires in the U.S. since 1923. With an unparalleled championship record, Dunlop race tire technology transfers directly to the street. Dunlop, the only tire for your motorcycle made in America. When you're out on a ride and you decide, hey, let's go get a cup of coffee, the place to go is Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery at 214 South Beach Street in beautiful downtown Daytona. Owned and operated by local motorcyclists, all baked goods are made fresh daily, in-house, many from old family recipes. Hand-rolled, boiled, then baked bagels. Made from scratch English muffins. Fresh roasted organic coffees and teas. What more can you ask for? Sweet Marley's Coffee and Bakery when it's time for a cup. 
In 2016, Toyota was again named Top Motor Vehicle Company by Fortune Magazine. TrueToyotaParts.com believes your Toyota is greater than the sum of its parts. Reputation, reliability, and longevity are the reason you bought your Toyota in the first place. Maintain that quality with True Toyota Parts. When you buy OEM parts, True Toyota Parts, you are maintaining the quality of your Toyota, and by choosing TrueToyotaParts.com, you save both time and money. They back their products with a 12-month Toyota parts warranty and have parts professionals eager to make your experience with TrueToyotaParts.com exceptional. When you need parts and accessories for your Toyota, visit TrueToyotaParts.com. When you go there and look up your particular year, make, and model of Toyota, you will be amazed at the massive list of parts and accessories available for your car or truck. Be true to your Toyota with TrueToyotaParts.com. Dot com. Hey, welcome back to the show. Riders call home. You are listening to Talking Motorcycles with Barry Boone. We are live right now at www.newsdaytonabeach.com. And we know from the numbers there are many, many of you around the country listening on the Internet right now. We think that's very cool. And some of you are listening in the archives on iTunes or you're listening on your smartphone app where you automatically download all the shows. Or maybe you're listening on Terrestrial Radio here in Volusia County on FM 93.5 AM 1150. Shoot, we don't care. We're just glad you do. This portion of the show is brought to you by Clearwater Lights. I use them. I'm addicted to them. Now, when I ride a bike that doesn't have them, no matter what it is or no matter how great the headlights are proclaimed to be by the manufacturer, I'm night blind without them. And I'm getting ready to do the second upgrade to the uh, 1989 Honda Trans Alp. It's going to be a set of Krista uh, driving lamps and Billy Jr. brake lamp. What is a Krista? Well, it's a new version of the Krista that they've just introduced using the same new updated electronics and the eight degree pencil beam uh, optic. Krista now boasts over 3,000 lumens. But here's the thing it's a eight degree pencil beam spread, so it reaches way down the highway. It's fully dimmable. You only get full power when you go to brights. You get 80% of it or so with the uh, volume control dimmer. And then when you go to bright lights, it automatically gives you 100% of the Krista's uh, power. And they just turn night into day, and it's awesome. Now let's go to the phones. Uh, we have Bob Richards in the green room. He's waiting. He'll be back in a moment. We have more to talk to him about from Sturgis. And right now we have Mitch from uh, Ross Myers Daytona Harley-Davidson and Ross Myers New Smyrna Harley-Davidson. Mitch, thank you for calling in from L.A. I hope the show has been productive for you guys and fun and good. Oh, man, it's, excuse me, I'm losing my voice. It's uh, full of activity. It's exciting. we got all kinds of new stuff going on. I'm just trying to take it all in as I'm talking to you. Having been to a number of dealer shows, I know what all happens. I mean, motor clothes folks are busy ordering things, and it seems like every department is involved in what goes on out there. But what we are interested in hearing from you about, Mitch, is uh, changes. I, I did see today, I believe the Dyna is gone and uh, if that is the case, I hope you have some in stock out there because I, for one, believe that is still a great chassis, a perfect size motorcycle. And I think they're going to sell. You're going to sell out of whatever you've got left. Do you have any? You know, we don't have that many between the two stores. I'll be honest with you. On my own personal ride, it's a 
is a dynamo rider, so I'm kind of sad to see them go. However, the um, the new models that have come out to replace them, it's kind of a they've come combined the Dyna and Softail line, if you will, and there's a uh, eight new models that we're expecting in the store anytime soon. I guess a few have already hit today, but what they're doing is they're more of a reconfigured Softail frame. It's stronger. It's lighter. It's Softail by name, it has the same traditional look that we like. However, uh, the shock is in a different place now, and it'd be easier. Pictures uh, worth a thousand words. It might be easier just to get online and take a look at it, how it's placed under the seat. But they're combining the the sport of the diner, if you will, the um, aggressive sport that most of us that ride it like, but the um, the traditional lines of the soft tail. And it looks like it's going to be a home run. I mean, everybody that's ridden it so far has told me it's just out of control that we're going to be pleasantly happy with the way the bikes have come together. Well, when, now, when we, when we, let me interrupt just for a minute. When we do look at Harley's histories with frames, you know, they, they really are building seriously good touring frames right now. We know their new technology and the water formed, you know, tubing bending and all that. This bike has a, I think to me, it has a whole different, more aggressive stance. I'm especially blown away by which one is it that has the aggressive pipes that almost look like XR 1200s. Um, oh, the, um, well, it's the fat Bob. You know, the See, fat it has, Bob. It has, it's still a fat, it's a fat Bob by name, the way, um, we had the Dinas last year, the last couple of years. However, it's a totally, totally different bike. It's, you know, I see a lot of the guys custom building their bikes with the same look, with the same rear fender, with the same pipes, same stance. And the factory is, you know, how the factory takes cues from what they see out there at the rallies, especially, you know, in Daytona and Sturgis. And, and that's what they've done with this bike. It is really, really aggressive looking. And it's got the new um, Milwaukee 8 in it. It has the 107. All of these new bikes have the 107. No more twin cam. And the bike is is... 30% lighter than it was. Yeah, 33 it's pounds, so, I think. 33 pounds lighter. Yep. That's a bunch. That's right. I mean, so it, I mean, it should be it should be an animal. Some of the bikes are going to come with uh, a, a, like a, the S's of last, and they're going to be uh, with the 114th. So, for example, there'll be a Heritage but they'll, with the 107, but there'll also be a Heritage with the 114. The Fat Bob, and then there'll be a Fat Bob with a, a 114. And the um, the fat boy. I want to I want to ride. I want to just reserve and uh, if you put a fat bob in demo service, I'll be out to get it. One thing cool <laughs> about that bike that I liked is, hey, its starting price is sixteen nine ninety nine. That's super competitive in that type of motorcycle. Oh, absolutely! It has the looks. I hate to mention some competitors. You know what? So I won't. But it has the same look. It kind of that um, not the look of those bikes, but the style that's out there now for that. Uh, aggressive rider that well like tracker that it's, it's a, almost a dance. tracker it almost looks like a tracker yeah. i love it, it well it does. yeah i can't wait to ride them and of course having many many miles on the milwaukee eight mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan of that um have they so they've been keeping you hopping uh and there's not too many changes on the touring line this year they made a bunch of those last year really uh yeah there's going to be a bunch of you know i haven't had a chance to check it out but there's going to be totally uh bluetooth components and out there now on the new models, and they will be um, compatible with the older, uh, as long as it's a 14 or later, the 6.5 setup will be compatible with the new Bluetooth setup. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, that's something we've all been looking for. Oh, we've all needed that. I mean, that's uh, (laughs) that should have happened a long time ago, but 
kudos to them for making it happen now. Listen, I got to run. I got about 90 things. But before I let you go, is there anything else you're dragging home from the show in your head that you find unforgettable that you're excited about? Yeah, you got to check out the new the specials. The Street Glide and the Road Glide specials are, are blacked out now with uh, new wheels, with the stretch bags. They're, they're just really hot. And they'll still come in a chrome version. If somebody wants the chrome, we could still order them that way. It, let's say it would be the regular Street Glide, but the specials are blacked out. They are just. I can't. I'm trying to think of some adjectives that you let me use on the radio, but they are awesome. Well, I saw the the white one. I couldn't tell if it was pearl white or a solid dull white, or a, I couldn't really tell if it was shiny or dull or what it was. But I saw a white road glide special with all that blacked out trim, and I I thought it was bad a. It is. It's one of the hottest. I mean, I, I me too. I've been riding for 35 years. It's probably one of the hottest factory customs I've ever seen. It, it's that nice. That's so cool. We're, man, we're wishing you guys all the success with the new 2018s. And I know you're going to be excited to come back and be able to talk to your staff and your customers about your new product that you have to offer out there. And man, we love the dealership and we very much appreciate and value being partners with you on this show. We really do. Tell Shelly hello. I certainly will. And don't forget, 30 have hit the dock today. So they're there now if anybody wants to see them. Holy cow, that's by. cool. Are they set up already? Yeah. They're setting them up as we speak. I know they hit a bunch of them today. All right. So for you listening local, that uh, you can run out to US 1 and I-95 to um, uh, Daytona, Harley-Davidson, or you can run right down to New Smyrna Beach on 44 and catch them down there as well. Very cool, Mitch. Thank you for giving us a report from Los Angeles and the uh, 2018 Dealer Show. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, go have a drink, relax, have fun. That was Mitch joining us here, and now we go back to uh, Bob Richards. Want to bring him in while we've got a little more time with him. Bob, hello, and thank you for being cool with waiting, and what would you think about what you heard? Oh, man, I'll tell you what. I was all over the Internet yesterday looking, and, you know, it's interesting because, uh, Barry, we're in Dinah country out here, Northern California with the Sons of Anarchy and all that stuff that went on. I mean, the Dinah just exploded out here. right. So I've been I've been watching the threads and it's you touched on it a little before. It's kinda of like the hooligan races at the AFT races. There is a lot of stuff going on. But you know, to me, I as long as we're talking motorcycles, I don't care if it's good or bad. I hey, get people talking. I know. I hate to see the Dyna go away and away and uh, man, you're right. Like it when we did the concrete clash on the coast here, uh we didn't I was involved in it, but not as a promoter, but the Dyna was one of the hot setups, you know, for that. And I could they're putting a little taller T bars on them. Okay, so you were at the American Flat Track TT. I know you were because you were kind of involved yes. also. Yes. What did the crowd re- how did the crowd react? I haven't had a chance to ask anybody this question or haven't thought to when Sammy okay. Halbert broke a chain and pushed that bike all the way down the front straightaway to finish fourth or sixth or whatever he did. You know, you know, Barry, those are those moments that you always remember. You see it in sport where the sprinter pulls a hamstring or or, or the car runs out of gas. I tell you, in the way the chip is set up, you're standing there so it feels like you're pushing the bike with him. I love and, that. You know, it just and, and the fact that he had to beat, he literally had to beat the last competitor to make the main event. And the guy was literally pushing, but he got it across. So it was awesome. It was just, it's one of those things that just adds to the folklore that is the Buffalo chip. Man, I tell you what, it, that that gives me cold chill bumps. And I know, Sammy, you know as well as I do that nobody in the sport has more of a competitive drive than Sammy Halbert, and that includes me's and all the rest. I mean, they're all driven champions, but 
Sammy wants it. He wants it this year worse than ever, and he might be on cue to get it. Tell me, when the one minute we've got left, what is next for you? Because I know you've always got your finger on the pulse oh, of the yeah, industry. Yeah, yeah, no, we. It's interesting. I was just looking at the schedule. I just actually did the FXR event here. FXRs of California, thousands of them came out. Huge event. They added a hooligan event to it that evening. Last minute deal. So that was on Sunday night, Saturday night, excuse me. And then coming up, got Waves uh, waves and um, Wheels uh, in Santa Maria this weekend. It's a Rolling Sand Super Hooligan event on Sunday, which is uh, which is on my calendar. Go down and check that out. So, and then, uh, But the big thing that's coming up, Tennessee Music and Motorcycle Revival. Oh, fun. Now, where can people find out about your events? What's your website? 41 Live. I'm on Facebook at 41 Live. Do a lot of it. And, 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 Barry, the one thing I wanted to tell you real quick before I left, we missed you in Calistoga. Ah, uh, man, I got – listen, I don't know what happened to me. I, I took a fever, and I spent six days in the bed or on the couch, and I was so sad. I, 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 I don't know what happened. I got better. I'm great. I'm 100%. But I couldn't make it to be with you guys, and it broke my heart to have to tell Steve – uh, and Vinny De Lorenzi and, and American Flat Track that I couldn't. Being master of ceremonies for that race was something I wanted so badly. I love well, that track. Gonna... I just was so sad about it, man. I'm sorry I didn't get to work with you. That's all right. I just want to give a shout-out to Steve and Vinny, too, because SDI Racing is going to be back in 2018. Bigger, better, maybe even add another event. We'll keep our fingers crossed for that. We're trying to go for the trifecta with SDI Racing. Uh, the mile, half mile, and a TT. God, I love it, and I love what they're bringing to the sport from a professionalism and a pure fun for the fans kind of angle. Yeah. And I, and you actually play a role in that too. So you, I love where you are positioned in the industry right now. And I got to tell you, sir, I'm wishing you all the best going forward, Bob Richards. Thanks for Thank calling you, in Gary. tonight. All right. Thank you. I I certainly uh, appreciate the opportunity. Love coming on your show. Have you back anytime. You got something going on? You just give us a shout, Doctor Phil, and I'll hook you right up. Thank you. I will. Thank you, Barry. Take care. Bob Richards, 41 Live, joining us here. we got to go to break, but before we go, the final thing or the next thing uh, that I have to tell you real quick, I mentioned the Dunlop Trail Smarts a while ago. They're uh, kind of an 80-20 dual sport tire, but they're really designed for primary travel on the street. You can venture off-road. They'll work fine. It's a new tread pattern with intersecting grooves that increase the wet weather performance as well as the off-road traction. They will definitely work on a larger touring bike, too, like an R1200GS or maybe you have an Airhead motorcycle. They look great on that. They're, they look great on my Transalp. has a large footprint with even pressure distribution that helps increase traction and your total mileage you get out of the tire because they have the silica-fortified tread compound that not only enhances, enhances traction and grip in wet and dry weather, but it reduces rolling resistance for better gas mileage. You can check them out at DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. We'll be right back. We are going to be joined by Scott with Kentucky Kick down i really want you guys and gals to know about this show i think you're gonna love it we'll be right back thank you for listening to the show writers call home This is Barry Boone, host of Talking Motorcycles. I believe that the majority of motorcycle accidents are preventable. The answer? Clearwater lights. Riders add Clearwater lights to see what is in front of them at night. The least expensive Clearwater lights produces a full-spectrum 2,000 lumens each. They fully illuminate the road ahead as well as the roadside. Milliseconds count when an animal explodes from the side of the road. The added benefit of Clearwater lights is the ability of other motorists to see your motorcycle in a sea of headlamps. I utilize 
the easy-to-install selective yellow lenses to create instant visible awareness that my motorcycle is approaching. Following an accident, how many times do we hear the other drivers say, I didn't see them? Clearwater lights are compact, easy to mount, and simple to install. The new generation technology of high-powered LEDs are fully dimmable so you can use them day and night. Clearwater has been offering award-winning service, well-engineered products, and outstanding product support for over 20 years. Learn more at clearwaterlights.com. Since 1903, the Harley-Davidson Motor Company have built motorcycles that are an American standard for the world. Since 1994, Bruce Rossmeyer's Daytona Harley-Davidson and Bruce Rossmeyer's New Smyrna Harley have set new standards for motorcycle dealerships. Bruce Rossmeyer's is your source for Harley-Davidson motorcycles, motor clothes, officially licensed products, parts, accessories, authorized service, and rentals. Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson is truly family-owned and family-managed and provides the ultimate buying experience to the Harley-Davidson enthusiasts. Whether it's a new bike purchase or an oil change, Bruce Rossmeyer's Harley-Davidson Associates are dedicated to delivering the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Discover what being treated like family really means. 23 years of dedication to local and regional charities has put millions of dollars back into the communities they serve. That is the Bruce Rossmeyer difference. Find out more and check out exciting events at BruceRossMyers.com. Man, how do we do it? We have packing so much into the show. If you were at Sturgis and you would like to get a uh, photograph of yourself, I just about guarantee you there is one out there courtesy of our good friend. Matter of fact, I think he's from right here in Daytona or somewhere close, but aboutdon.com, about Don, D-O-N, dot com. He's set up out there, needles. He was set up in a couple locations. Always does it during Bike Week and all the major events in America. Go to aboutdon.com. I think you have to enter the date you were on a particular road, and then you search through the photographs there. You're likely to find your image, and it will be a good one. It always is. Now, let's uh, see. What do we need to do? We need to hurry and get Scott on the line from Kentucky Kickdown. Scott, thanks for taking a minute to be with us. It's going to be a short one, but I want to hear all about the Kentucky Kickdown Motorcycle Show. Hey, Barry, how are you? Thanks Great. for having us on, man. Happy to I have appreciate you. It. Happy to have you. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're, what, three weeks out now, September 15th, 16th, and 17th. The main show is on the 16th, but we're uh, this is our fifth year. It's a vintage motorcycle show, so any bike that's 25 years or older is more than welcome to enter the show. But we kind of, uh, the motto for the whole show and, the, and the, the group is, you know, all bikes are welcome. So we anybody that sees the world via two wheels, we invite you all to come out and have a good time. We've got live music we've got food trucks we've got a miss kentucky kickdown contest we've got a pool tournament an art show just tons of different stuff going on full disclosure i was born in owensboro kentucky and uh, spent most of my life there however there was a good number of years that i moved to louisville to manage the porsche Audi mazda subaru volkswagen buick store of don corlett which is now gone and divided amongst they kind of like take all your remains you know after you pass mm-hmm. but nobody in the family wanted the store i suppose and it was all sold but i spent a lot of years in louisville i love louisville i know right where this is uh held and it's a cool area uh of louisville i think to have this kind of show the pictures on the website is what really excited me it it looks like a vintage motorcycle festival to me yeah it really is and we've tried to adopt that kind of mentality so people 
realize that, you know, it's not about necessarily what you ride or, or whatever. It's more just, you know, we're trying to get a bunch of people in to come into Louisville. Like you said, it's a great city. Um, so we do a Friday night pre-party now. That's at the Barrett Bar this year. We usually move that around. The show is at the – it centers around the Barrett Bar where we close down a whole block in the historic Highlands neighborhood. There's plenty of shops and restaurants around. And then Sunday, we actually uh, started this last year. We do kind of a, a coffee and donuts motorcycle social uh, down at the shops where I work and where Chad works. We've got the shop combined shops, Retro Wrench and H Garage. And so you can come down there as early as 9 o'clock in the morning. You can kind of hang out all day walk through the shop, see what we're working on, talk about the show, whatever you want to do. Yeah, you know, it's really cool. Tell me, who is the – I've lost volume in my headset. I don't know if I – maybe I did something. Um, Dr. Phil's fixed me already. Um, who was Big Sid that the memorial ride is uh, honored uh, to be named after? Who's that? Yeah, we yeah we do that every year uh, since year one. So Big Sid, the, the notorious Vincent motorcycle, you know, hop-up, uh, racing guy. Um, so yeah, we've done that every year. So at 10 o'clock in the morning on Saturday, you meet down on river road, ride all the way out river road. You literally get to go on about an hour and a half ride that brings you back in, uh, for the time that we start the show. And then the other thing I want to add is that this year we're doing motorcycle presentations. And the reason I bring that up is because Matthew, which is Sid's son is actually going to do a presentation on just the Vincent motorcycles and the engineering behind them. We've also got Logan Robinson, who broke uh, two uh, records out at Bonneville on Sid's bikes. We've got another one, another presentation by Jimmy Vonderhaar, who's raced the Isle of Man TT a couple of years. And then we're doing a, a tech session for the vintage bike guys on how to upgrade your brake system. And Chad Chad Francis from Retro Wrench is going to do that for us. A lot, so, you know, I had that conversation with a, with a man today uh, wanting to know, what would you do? He had an Airhead RT. Um, uh-huh. an airhead RS. And he said, would you do a full Brembo conversion? Would you do this? Would you do that? And I was, I would start with braided steel brake lines and a good set of exactly. EBCs and a pad and a, you know, a good fluid change and, and just see what that does for you. Because you know what happens? You get used to riding whatever it is you're riding. And by the way, I got, I got to tell you, I'm loving your Kentucky accent. You know, being from Owensboro, <laughs> uh, I've been in Daytona beach now for eight or nine years, but I connect with Kentuckians. I love it. I love the language. I love the food in Owensboro. We're famous for the Kentucky Barbecue Festival and oh, yeah. biggest in the world, as a matter of fact, and the the biggest free bluegrass festival in the world is in Henderson, Kentucky. And, man, I tell you, Louisville's such a cool place. Uh, there are so many fun things to do while you're in Louisville. I mean, you guys have three days of fun and motorcycles, but even mm-hmm. if you want to take your significant other and go do some non-motorcycling things, there's so many things to do in Louisville. Yeah, tons of stuff. I mean, the best restaurants in the whole country. There's the most hospitable people you ever meet. Uh, shops, restaurants, bars, museums, parks. I mean, yeah, there's a ton of stuff to do. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm the reason I wanted you on here is an outreach to those in Tennessee, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, Indiana, West Virginia, Ohio. Uh, it's just a day ride from all of those states and. Uh, great roads all the way there. Some of the best motorcycle riding in the country is just north and uh, west of you there on Route 60. I think it's 66 up through the Hoosier Hills and uh, Salem Speedway mm-hmm. up towards Salem on 64. Just so much great riding around that area. And I love this thing. And tell us where people can find out more about the Kentucky Kickdown. 
Yeah, the best thing, I mean, we have a Facebook page, so you can, you know, if you're on social media, you can do Kentucky Kickdown. You can go to the Facebook page. There's an event page there, but you can scroll through and kind of see, you know, what's been going on. We've been doing multiple posts, but the best place for all the information is KentuckyKickdown.com. Anything from registering your bike or, or signing up for the big Sid ride or looking at the schedule or seeing who's what bands are playing, what food trucks are going to be here. All the information is out there on the website. Yeah, it's a good site. It's got directions. Uh, it's got information about lodging suggestions and mm-hmm. and a way to send you guys an email, too. I'm looking at it right now. Very good. And that street yep. scene, man, with um, thousands of people out there celebrating and loving all those old vintage motorcycles, there is nothing finer to do uh, on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon than hang out on a street scene like that with motorcycle types. And, and you're right. You meet the nicest people on a Honda. <laughs> you know that old saying? <laughs> But you really meet the nicest people in the world in Kentucky. I am partial. I will go ahead and say that right now. But, Scott, I really appreciate you taking time to come on and all the success. Tell us once again the dates on the Kentucky kickdown. Yeah, so we do September 15th is the pre-party at Barrett Bar. That starts 4, 5, 6 o'clock whenever you roll into town. Uh, the bar's open till 2. We try and convince people not to stay here all night because – 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, you can go on the Big Sid ride. The show starts at noon. Uh, it runs until 10 p.m. We've got the streets closed until 10 p.m. The awards go from 6 to 7, and then you can hang out as long as you want. And then, like I said, on Sunday, you go down to 1212 South 7th Street, and we've got a 5,000-square-foot shop down there in a 100-plus-year-old building. We've probably got 100-plus motorcycles down there, anything from service work to full-on custom uh, projects and that'll be going from nine until whenever the last person decides to leave when i look at this one picture of the street scene i love looking out there and seeing all these not just kids but young adults out there in you know 20 somethings celebrating the sport that i love so much as a as a much older than that guy and I, I love it. I think what that vintage thing is alive and well. Kentucky's the place to do it, and we're wishing you all the best, my friend. All the best. Barry, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, folks. Hey, Scott, how do you pronounce your last name? I've avoided using it. It's it's German, man, so it's Hobbleib, but you can call me Hobblob, Hobbleib, Hobblab, whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't care. Just call, just call us when it's time for dinner, right? Exactly. All right, Scott. Exactly. Thank you so much. I'm glad I didn't take a shot at it on my own. I would have been bad, badly wrong. That's Scott, <laughs> ladies and again, gentlemen. Mary. Hey, buddy, thank you. Good luck. And uh, if you're in the area, you got to go. Okay, we've jam-packed it in tonight. we got a report from Mitch live from uh, Los Angeles, California at the 2018 Harley Show. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We had Bob Richards on with 41live.com to tell us about all the events out in Sturgis. You, a lot of you have reached out and said, hey, I want to hear from uh, Billy Lane. I want to hear about Sons of Speed and Sturgis. Well, uh, meeting with Billy, I think, Friday. We're going to chat and uh, work on something to get Billy on because we want to hear about Biketoberfest Sons of Speed. It is really coming together. I can't thank you enough for listening. It uh, means a lot to me. Ride hard, ride safe, and have fun, everybody.